Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all of my baggage droppers around the world, welcome to another episode of the Drop Your Baggage Podcast, where we talk to people that are dope, that can bring you hope, and show you a technique that can help you cope. I am your host, the self-talk engineer, Charles Wolfork, and if you are here, right here, right now, please consider hitting the like and subscribe button if you're on like YouTube or Facebook so the algorithm could do its thing so it can be a blessing to somebody else. And also, if you're on a podcast platform, give a brother five star, but help me feel good. Help me look good out here, y'all. Come on, I'm trying to be a blessing. Give a brother five stars and give me some feedback as well because I'm always trying to serve y'all. But today, I am blessed to have someone that serves her community in such a beautiful way, Brittany Michelle. Now, Brittany is a visual artist that lives in Atlanta, um, and she became an artist in 2020, even though, you know, she was raised in Columbia, South Carolina. She wants to go out and travel the world, y'all. That's right. That's what she is passionate about. So this small town lady is going to go out into the big cities and the big world out there. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Brittany Michelle. What's up, Brittany? I love energy <laughs> I, love I love it hey hey we are willing and dealing and healing over here that's what we're doing you know what I mean? <laughs> hey Brittany thank you so much for showing up for your divine appointment and coming on to the show today and please walk us through why why you started doing what you do as a visual artist well, thank you for having me. And um, you know what? It's so it's so interesting when somebody asks me why I started what I do because um I didn't plan on any of this. Like I literally did not plan for this to be the case. I never knew I was creative. Um so currently why I do what I do now is because it's therapeutic to me. Mm-hmm. Um I just it calms me. It you know, it just I don't know how to explain it, but I know an artist will get it. It's just something about being able to visualize something in your mind mm-hmm. and make it physical. And so I do it for that. And then I also do it because, you know, I like to serve. I like to service people. I like to be a servant in my own special type of way. Mm-hmm. So oh, it just people are excited when they order art pieces for me. Like they they're like anxious and like can't wait and they're just I don't know their energy keeps me going I love it so it's just you know just me actually creating something with my hands and being able to give that to someone and they appreciate it and they value it and they love me for it I like that feeling too Uh, like that's so awesome it it, it sounds as though it makes you feel all the different human needs Uh, Tony Robbins says that we have six human needs the four main ones are love and connection certainty uncertainty and significance and it sounds like it gives you all four of those things right there Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So like with, so on your Instagram, I always see you using a torch or some type of like, I can't, I don't know what this stuff is. (laughs) Like you are always using something new and and different. So tell us like, explain what visual art or how you, what you do, what you do as a visual artist. Okay. So for me, you know, my visual artistic ability or what I use to create art is different. Um, I use something called resin and resin is, it just became like mainstream or people just started finding out about it in like 2017, 2018. So whenever I say resin, people don't know what I'm talking about. So that's why I say I'm a visual abstract artist. Cause they're like, what is resin? I used to say I'm a resin artist, but um, it's a 
it's a material that it's like a chemical. Mm-hmm. So the um, it starts off as a liquid, and then over time, over time, it turns into a hardener. It hardens. It turns mm-hmm. into soft. Um, so it basically makes your art piece glossy and elegant and luxurious, and it can take a piece of artwork and you know, take a piece of artwork from here and bring it here. So yeah, different elements goes into it. I use the blur the blowtorch, I use paint, I use pigments, I use all kinds of sort of different material. But basically resin is a very expensive art medium that a lot of artists or a lot of, you know, people, some artists, a lot of artists don't really know about yet. Um so it's it's definitely unique. It's it's a unique form of art. That's awesome. Like, walk us through how you started your business. Okay. So, I have to go back. I know I said I started working with Resin in 2020, but I have to go back to 2019 to really tell the story. So, in 2019, I was working at Verizon Wireless as a um, customer service representative. So, you know, I'm dealing with the the irate customers, you know, mad about their bill, mad about all kinds of things. So I'm dealing with, you know, typical customer service um, drama. And it got to a point where I was becoming so, so mentally disturbed. Like I was just, I don't know, I was going into work every day and I started feeling like, you know, like a dark cloud was over my head. I was feeling depressed. I was feeling so sad and like, just like, I don't want to be here, but I didn't know where I wanted to be. I just knew I didn't want to be there. And the crazy thing about it is when I like Verizon Wireless, I was working a customer service before Verizon Wireless at call centers and everybody's like goal in the customer service field is to get to Verizon, like get to Verizon. That's the top tier customer service centers of all customer service centers and the benefits are good the pay is good you know they're just you know it was just get to Verizon so I applied to Verizon and I got it on the first try most people take three and five different times to even get into there and I got in on the first um after my first interview and I'm like, this is it. I have the best manager in the world. I have the best pay I've ever had, best benefits. I'm working with the you know, amazing people. I used to didn't like who I worked with. I love the people I was working with. Like it was like everything that I thought I wanted and thought mm-hmm. I needed until mm-hmm. I got, it, I was like, this still isn't it. I was performing well. I was doing amazing. They wanted to promote me. Um, and I turned down the promotion. And at that point I knew like, you have to figure something out. Um, I'm the type of person where I'm all, I I used to be like all about money. Like if it's going to pay me well, I'm going to do it. A promotion, I would have never turned down a promotion. So that's how I knew like something has to give. And so um, in March, I quit March 13th. On March 12th, I got a phone call from my stepmom and my dad. And they called to tell me that my dad was diagnosed with ALS. Mm. And I don't know if what ALS is, but it's the terminal disease. Um, and you basically lose all of your, like your nervous system is basically dying. So mm. you, you're you gradually losing function in your body as a whole. Mm. Um, so I found that out and I was just thinking to myself, like he was like, I don't know how old he was at the time. I honestly don't know how old he is now, but I think he's like 49 or 50. Mm-hmm. Um, this was in 2019. So I would say, you know, he was in his late 40s. So he wasn't that old, you know, mm-hmm. he's even young 
Um, and so I thought to myself, like, I just like did a replay on his life and, you know, what I witnessed of his life. And it's just like, he was in the military. All I know him to do was be in the military and work. Like he didn't travel the world. He didn't like do all the things that, you know, you would want to do before you, you know, leave the world, but let alone not be able to function in the world. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, like, Brittany, like, you have to figure out what you want to do now because you don't know how, you know, you know, you don't know how long you got here. Like you don't know what could happen. So like, I just thought to myself, it's time to take risk. So I took a big risk and I took a big leap and I took a big jump and I quit my job the very next day. I had no plan. <laughs> I know to anybody i don't i don't recommend this to anybody but i quit my job the very next day i went to hr and i was like what do you have to do in order to leave properly because i always wanted to do the proper thing i wanted to do what was right because i didn't know if i you know needed to come back or whatever the case may be i wanted to leave right and they said you can just send us you know you just put in a notice i said does it have to be two weeks one week they're like no you just put one in today i said okay well i'm putting my two-day notice (laughs) and I did that and I walked out the door and so many feelings rushed to me I was excited I was anxious I was nervous I didn't know what I was going to do I never did anything like this I was always so structured and organized and so yeah so I I quit my job in the same day I remember going to Walmart I bought me a desk I said I don't know what I'm going to do at this desk I don't know what's going to happen but I'm going to need a desk for whatever I'm going to do I'm going to need a desk so I put up the desk and I went through a phase of figuring out what I wanted to do business-wise. So I knew I enjoyed fashion. And so I first started off with a boutique, a clothing boutique. I put in all the work. I invested a lot of money. I, you know, got my launch together. And nobody purchased anything the day of my launch. Like, not anything. Like, nothing. And so um, I continued to try. And it just wasn't it. It just wasn't working. So I started YouTubing. I started like binge watching YouTube day from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep. It was YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. And one day, um, and I'm, I'm on YouTube, like ways to make money from home, like how to make money quick, <laughs> like trying to figure this out. I need money. My bills are still coming. And so I, um, a video popped up on my screen one, one day and it was a lady making a vanity tray out of resin. Mm. And I'm I don't know what that is, but I was intrigued. I was glued to the screen. I said, I have to find out how to do this or what, whatever this is. I want parts. And so I found out how to, um, I saw like the materials they use and I just watched videos and just duplicated what I saw them doing. Um, I went, you know, I went to the store. I bought all the materials. I came back. Um, I invested my last, like I maxed out my credit card buying this material. Yeah, it was crazy. And I came back home and I made a, I made a coaster set and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool looking. I posted it on Facebook and I said, look what I, look what I made y'all, you know, just look. And my inbox was flooded after that. And it just segued and snowballed into me being here. Yo, congratulations. Wow. What a blessing. (laughs) Ooh, like some crunch time stuff right there. I had the faith, kept doing things. And then, yo, did something that you thought would be fun and creative, put your mind to it. And then, boom, it just took off. It just took off. And I never thought I had a creative bone in my body. Like growing up, I would always say, because my family, like my cousins and my sister, my family were all creative. 
And I used to just, just be like, I wish I was creative. I don't have a talent. I don't have a gift. I have nothing. <laughs> and I just, I always give credit to God for this because I literally don't know how I got here. Mm-hmm. Like it literally has to be him. There's no other way around it. Amen. Well, that that leads me into my next question. And how have you grown spiritually since you started your business? It's crazy. I've grown so, so, so much spiritually. So growing up, I I grew up in a church from the moment I could remember, like before I was walking, I was probably going to church. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking and we're going to church eight days a week, like always, (laughs) (laughs) always there, like always so i've always had like a spiritual foundation mm-hmm. um, but when i started my business i realized how um you know how much how much depth spirituality had mm-hmm. so i've grown as far as i've grown as far as being able to understand that um i am a spirit like mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. i and so I started realizing like the how much you know the scripture um were made in his image and in his likeness I never really understood what that meant I'm like how are we were made in his image and his like I, I just never could grasp that literally up until the point of me starting this business and I'm like I'm really a creator My creator created a creator. I am made in his image and in his likeness. I'm like him. And I can do what he does in my own realm of things. And so it elevated my my spiritual thinking and in that way, like I can speak anything that I want into existence. I can literally imagine something Mm -hmm. and it happens in my reality. Like I never understood that that is was a thing until business. Like yeah. literally, I run my business off of spiritual principles. Hey Amen. I love it. I love it. it's it's um it's definitely a connection that with you have within yourself and with spirit and with the Creator when you have to have that faith and also when you know your true power like things just go to a totally different level. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, What's something different that you do that most entrepreneurs and go-getters should do to be successful? Okay. So yeah, this is something that I, something that I do that I know a lot of go-getters and grinders don't really do. Mm -hmm. I sit still. Like I sit still, like I will, I am all about reaching my goals and I'm all about getting to the, you know, having that end game, like getting to the target. But one thing that I realized that worked for me in my business and in my life was sitting still doing the complete opposite that I thought would get me to where I wanted to be. Um, I say that because in February of 2021, yep, February 2021, I literally had to take the entire month off. I burnt myself out completely. I was very, um, I didn't want to look at anything art related. I didn't want to, if I saw something art related, I literally got sick to my stomach. Like I burnt myself out. I I 
I got out of love with what I was doing. And that's because I was waking up every day, getting straight to it and not stopping until I went to sleep. Like I was just grinding, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. And it wasn't until I started meditating and sitting still and being still and listening and listening to my inner self, listening to my inner thoughts, listening to what God had to tell me. Mm-hmm. Then where things started flowing effortlessly for me, where I wasn't having anxiety attacks. I used to have anxiety attacks every single morning, every single morning. And it wasn't until I just relaxed, sat still, sat back, where things would just flow mm. and work out. Beautiful. So, so it's, it's about making sure that you're in alignment with yourself. I mean, in your emotions and also taking a step back and looking at what everything that you have to do or that you're, you're dealing with and all your tasks, kind of seeing things from a bird eye view and being the observer and then uh, like not attacking it, but approaching it from there. Exactly. Yo, that's dope. Mm. Um, where, um, What's the hardest part of, of running your business for you? So right now, the hardest part of running my business is working with my family. I work with my family. It's pretty tough. Like, I love them, of course, you know. But it's so different. It's so different working with family. Um, and not in a way, not in a bad way, but it's just hard. It's, just, it's hard for me to detach the fact that you're my mom or you're my sister from, okay, you're my assistant, you're my woodworker. Like, I need y'all to get this. It's like, it's separating the two. It's hard, like, knowing when to be the mm. leader in the situation because I'm the little sister. I'm the baby daughter. So knowing when to be the leader in the situation and mm. knowing when to step back and be respectful still and you know just knowing um you know how to say like it's like I'm always in my head I'm always overthinking like how do I say this to them without them taking it as me being disrespectful and with them taking it as me you know really just being starting in my position right now so mm-hmm. that we can pass on um so it's so hard like it's it's like some days where I'm just like I feel like some days I'm too I'm too in my head, so I'm too, like, lenient, like, too, okay, yeah, like, you have a daughter, so I understand. I need to be understanding in the situation. I know you have to, you know, take care of this and take care of that and when to, you know, put my foot, put my foot down, like, like any other, you know, leadership position would Mm do an actual job. Like, I understand life happens, but we have to get this done. Like this business still has to run. And so it's very, very difficult trying to differentiate, differentiate being a mom. I mean, being a daughter and being a sister and being a leader in a situation. I don't like to say boss because I don't, I don't want to be, you know, you know, just being the leader in the situation. Mm. It's, it's challenging. Very interesting. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm only paying attention to your verbiage because it's when we do when we do the release work that that might come into into play with it all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be something that. I can see where you're 
wrong with this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, where do you see your business in five years? Um, in five years, I see, I literally see me hands off mm-hmm. as far as like the actual art art goes. So I love doing art, but I can see my, I see me doing it leisurely. Mm. And I, my business um, right now, right now I specialize in creating realtor sold signs for realtors. So um, that's my specialty in this moment. So I see me having a whole design team. I see me having a, you know, different teams within my business. So a, sh- a packaging shipping team. I see myself having a marketing team, having, um, you know, management team. So different teams within my business, um, storefronts mm-hmm. in different locations around the United States. I want to stay here right now in five years. I, um, I'm not trying to go global just yet in five years, but <laughs> I see myself, you know, having um, different stores like in California and Atlanta, of course, has have to be here in New York and, you know, the popular cities of the USA. Yeah. So, you know, being a, I won't say household name, but, you know, realtor brokerages, I see myself being in those rooms. Like you have to have this. If you don't have this, what are you doing? <laughs> Boom. Yo, I love it. I love it. Um, I love the vision that you have, but more than anything, you know, like you, you see that it, I mean, I, already, you already have a team. It's your family, but it's your team. But yeah. for you to expand your team, like more and more for you to be able to, go um nationwide and then like you said your aspirations of going global that's that's phenomenal yo you're only 28 well i will be tomorrow ah, 29 (laughs) oh so 28 tomorrow well happy early birthday you and the best birthday present i can help you uh i could have the best birthday present i can give you is helping you release a negative um emotion or limiting belief today and today we are going to be releasing the limiting belief that I'm not good enough. So on the Drop Your Baggage podcast, we talk to people that are dope, that can bring you hope and show you a technique that can help you cope. The technique I use is an amazing technique called mental and emotional release. It's a simple, systematic guided meditation. Um, I'm going to talk to the viewers and the listeners out there. For all you viewers and listeners out there, listen, if something is has been on your heart and soul and you feel as though you just can't shake it and, you know, going to therapy hasn't worked and talking to your friends hasn't worked and you get tried all these different modalities and you just want to get rid of it, please go to charleswolfork.com. If you feel like you're getting in your own way and that you have so much more potential, please go to charleswolfork.com. If you feel as though you have anxiety or depression or you just have anything that's just been weighing you down, go to charleswolfwork.com. There's a form on the front, set up an appointment with me. Let's go ahead and start to get rid of those negative emotions, limiting beliefs. And let's get you to your higher level right now, your highest level without any of those negative emotions, limiting beliefs, triggers, insecurities, all of that stuff. We can eliminate it right here, right now. We're about to show you how we do it with Brittany. Now with Brittany, we, like I said, we're going to be releasing the uh, limiting belief that I'm not good enough. So how has that affected you in your life? Oh my gosh, where do I start? 
Um, oh my gosh, seriously. Um, it's affected me all my life and I honestly didn't realize it until with recently, like in 2021. Um, I feel like I approach situations too humbly like you know you know how they say you know you got to be humble I feel like I approach situations and everything in every way like super super humble because I don't want anyone to you know I don't know I just I just don't feel like I just don't feel like I'm there yet so I don't approach situations like I'm there yet I approach situations like I'm getting there and so that's you know, a reflection of me feeling like I'm not good enough. Like, yeah, you're good, but you're not great. So I approach situations in very modest ways, but it's affected, it's affected my, um, it's affected my friendships. It's affected my, me and my relationships with my family, my romantic relationships, um, and all sorts of ways because it, it, it comes off as, um, insecure in some ways. So, um, sometimes like, well, I've been working on it. So recently I haven't had this issue, but I can say like when I was in high school or when I was even in college, um, I had, you know, like little fallouts with friends because, you know, if something so simple happened, like if they were to go somewhere without me because they just went somewhere on the, in the spur of the moment, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I wasn't good enough to be invited. And so now I'm walking around with, you know, an attitude or like, you know, being, um, passive aggressive and they're not understanding what's going on it's, it was a me thing I felt like I wasn't good enough it didn't even have anything to do with what they did yeah. or um you know just feeling you know feeling different type of ways um towards people um and even if they didn't you know mean whatever it was the way that I was interpret interpreting it all because I felt like I wasn't good enough so I missed out on a lot of um good situations that could have took place in my life because I was downplaying myself. Mm -hmm. And with your business and you coming at things too humbly, um, like what are, what have been the effects that you've seen from that specifically? Oh boy. Especially in the beginning, I was low balling myself. Like in the beginning, I was basically, I made no profit in business. I was practically paying to do the work that I was doing because I wasn't charging the prices that I should have been charging because I felt like my work isn't good enough because I made it and I'm not good enough. And so I would low ball myself so heavily. Um, yeah, to the point where, yeah, it was, it was, it was ridiculous how much I was working and not getting paid. So I used to have customers, um, for instance, I would have a processing time of two weeks to get something done. And if a client said, oh man, I really, I really was hoping that I could have it by tomorrow. I'm like, okay, well, we'll try. Like we can get it done, you know, just like, just so that I, just so that you can feel like I'm good enough because I don't feel like I'm good enough instead of so it prevented me from staying you know keeping my boundaries intact um so it definitely which played a role into me being burned out mm -hmm. at, back in February you know because I was just doing whatever the customer wanted the right. customer was right that was true for me like whatever you want I'm at your service because I don't feel like I'm good enough to even have a boundary to even, you know, you know, stand on. So it affected 
my business heavily. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't growing the way that I should have been growing because I wasn't attracting the clients that I should have been attracting because I was feeling like I wasn't good enough to do that. So I was just staying wherever I felt, you know, customers would accept me or wherever I felt like I was good enough for Mm -hmm. and my growth in business in that way. And this question is the one that always stings for entrepreneurs because of this limiting belief. How much money do you think you left on the table? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I promise you. It's, it's definitely over six figures. It's within the six figure range for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's crazy how it accumulates over time. One situation and another situation and one situation. And that one little limiting belief can, with it also, not just the belief being the belief, but also the habits that come with that. It just, you know, it, it costs us money in the long run. That's money. Oh, gosh. Let's, let's, I'm sorry. Let's, I don't mean to bum you out. <laughs> Hey, let's um, get you connected with the mind-body connection. Huh? So with the mind-body connection, think of some different times in which you felt as though I'm not good enough. And where do you feel it in your body? In my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Is it how, um, on a scale of one to 10, how, how intense is it? About a seven. About a seven. <laughs> seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got you. All right. Um, you know what? Let's go ahead and get rid of that. All right. <laughs> Let's get rid of that living in belief. Let's okay. Go. Let's go. All right. So um, with this uh, modality, all you got to do are three things. It's a guided meditation. So number one, you got to use your imagination. Number two, you got to follow directions just like you follow a good recipe or Google Maps. And number three, you got to trust the process. Know that I'm your guide and I'll be leading you through this easily and effortlessly. And I come from a place of love and high vibrations. Also, um, there's two more things. Uh, Number one, I want you to um, remember, like, this is a moment of healing. So you're going to have a lot of breakthroughs and you're going to have you're going to be doing years of therapy and years of personal development in a very short amount of time. So you're going to be releasing triggers from different events in your life. You're going to be shifting your perspective upon different events in your life. Therefore, I want you to go to as many events as possible within your life. And I want you to release as many triggers as possible, have as many breakthroughs as possible and and have as much healing as possible. Um, So I will make sure that I direct you at that time. But remember, just take your time and and make sure that you observe your life at all these different events. Second thing, the most prolific and profound healing comes from when you have compassion and empathy for yourself and others. So make sure that you see from everybody's perspective and um, and make sure that you have compassion and empathy for them. But also also very importantly, make sure that you empower yourself amazingly empower yourself so much within those um within those events as well cool cool let's get it all right is it all right with your unconscious mind for you to release this limiting belief that i'm not good enough today and for you to be aware of it consciously 
Absolutely. Awesome. What is the root cause of this problem? The first event, which when disconnected, that will cause this problem to disappear. If you were to know, what was the first time that you felt as though I'm not good enough when you were just a little girl? Let's go elementary age. Very young. Okay. Um, I recall a time when um, I was at home with my mom and my sister and my dad, he lives in Georgia mm-hmm. and living in South Carolina. And he came into town, which he rarely did. Um, he came into town and I didn't know about it, but my sister knew about it. And my sister was getting ready to leave the house. And I said, well, where are you going? And um, she said, I'm about to go to the fair. And I said, who are you going with? She said, I'm going, my- I'm going with that. And I was like, okay. And so he came to the house. He came to pick her up and all of my other sisters were in the car and I was never invited to come. Mm, okay. Invited to come. He said that he would, ex- he expected her to tell me which she never told me. Um, and they still left me at the house. Mm. So there's a loss of translation or there's, there's some miscommunication there. Yeah. 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 Um, how old were you when that happened? Honestly, I don't know. I was maybe maybe 10, maybe 10, um, maybe 9 or 10. I know for sure I was in elementary school. Okay. Is there another event when you were even younger? Let's go back to even younger, about 8 or younger. 8 or younger. Um I'm honestly trying to think of a specific event because mm-hmm. I'm um, probably every day of my life in elementary school, I, I felt like I wasn't good enough, to be honest. Um, so um, I could say when I was in elementary school, I always had an issue with um, with like, you know, like typical little girl relationships with their friends. But I remember the specific time I was in um, elementary school at school with my friends and that I thought were my friends. And um, I just remember, you know, I, I, in my mind, I had this group of friends and we were always like do things together. We were always eat lunch together, you know, go to recess together, um, things like that. And this one time, they just were acting strange with me. They didn't want to be around me. They didn't want to, you know, sit with me, talk to me. They just kind of, like, left me out um, randomly out of nowhere. So I I definitely felt like, wow, I'm not good enough to be in the group of, you know, friends that I thought I had. Like, they asked me out. I'm not good enough. Bingo. That's a good one. Now, we're going to visit that one first, and then we're going to uh, go to the one with your father uh, and your sister. Uh, but I'll, I'll make sure that I give you directions on wh- uh, when to go to that one. Yeah. All right. That's a, so we're going to start there with uh, those friends. Friends, right? Quote, unquote. <laughs> and and um, then we're going to go from there. Okay, cool. So all you have to do now is just close your eyes and relax and let me know when you're ready for the process. So just imagine floating up above your timeline and flow behind you into the past and flow deeper and deeper and deeper into the past 
above that first event in which you felt as though I'm not good enough with your friends and you in the cafeteria and just see yourself in the whole event from a third person point of view. Let me know when you can see yourself. I see myself. Awesome. Now, just ask your unconscious mind what it needs to learn from the event. The learning of which will allow you to let go of the emotions easily and effortlessly. Your unconscious mind can preserve the learnings so that if you need them in the future, they'll be there. Just tell your unconscious mind to preserve the learnings. This is an exercise of forgiveness and acceptance. Forgiveness for yourself and others and acceptance of yourself and others. Who do you have to forgive? What do you have to accept? Who do you have to accept? Focus your attention upon how hurt people hurt people. We're all doing the best that we can with the resources and consciousness that we have. We can't control anyone else's actions, but we can control our response. We can grow stronger and wiser and learn from other people's actions and mistakes. Other people's actions have nothing to do with you. It's only a reflection of their baggage and whatever they're going through at the time. And we're better people than we were when those events occurred. You're a better person than you were when those events occurred. And you're a survivor. Be sure to see the whole event from everybody's perspective. See from those girls' perspective. And also make sure that you empower yourself as that little girl. What is something positive and empowering you can tell yourself and everyone else involved in the event with the consciousness that you have today that will allow the emotions to evaporate like water on the concrete on a hot summer day. And as you preserve these learnings, the emotions are starting to dissipate more and more until they're all gone. Just let me know when they're all gone. They're all gone. Awesome. Now, with your eyes closed, keep your eyes closed and tell me, what did you learn from the event as you observed the event? I learned that these same girls felt like they weren't good enough to receive genuine love. And that I I'm a loving person and it is okay for me to continue to operate in love, even if I'm not feeling the love back. That's awesome. Now tell me, what is something that you can take into the future with you to make you a better person? Something that I can take into the future with me to make me a better person. Look at the next person's perspective and to analyze them and what they may be going through that is a reflection on their actions and to not take anything personal. Very wise. Now, just imagine floating up above your timeline and float behind you into the past and float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above the dinosaurs during the prehistoric age. Let me know when you're above the dinosaurs. I'm by the dinosaurs. Awesome. Now, as you're above the dinosaurs, just imagine floating into space. Float deeper and deeper and deeper into space to where space in the atmosphere connects. And imagine your timeline is the size of a fingernail. Let me know when you're there. I'm there. Float very, very high above your timeline. 
above each and every event in which you felt that limiting belief that I'm not good enough from birth until now in chronological order. Don't skip one event that has a charge on it. Preserve the learnings and let go of that limiting belief that I'm not good enough all the way back to now. Go. That was a journey. <laughs> I bet. Love it. <laughs> yeah. How you feeling? I feel great. Yeah. I feel... Um, I don't know. I feel um, I feel loving. Like I feel super understanding. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I want to go empower the world or something. <laughs> mm, amen. Uh, elaborate on the the loving and understanding part. I feel um, like when I was going through um, the timeline, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I was doing a lot of um i was showing a lot of love like i was just understanding i was basically viewing everything from the perspective of the other person Mm -hmm. like they needed love because it wasn't that um it was almost like i was feeling like i wasn't good enough um from people who felt like they weren't good enough wow so I had to give them love because it wasn't me. It was them. Like they needed that. So I felt like I was doing a lot of pouring and understanding and viewing things from that person's perspective and just giving them grace. That is so dope, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have known like that, you know, other people's perceptions or like uh, their, their limiting beliefs were, being um projected upon you right right (laughs) the things i wish i would have known but it's okay because now you know it's shifted it's changed but yeah that's something that i can for sure take with me every single day of my life like just you know to it's not, you know, take nothing personal. It's not about me. That's their limits and belief. And just give them what I would have wanted to receive if I was on the other end of the spectrum. Wow. Wow. A bit of compassion for those folks out there that are hurting. Uh, Yo, that's dope. Yeah. Um, what did you have to say to yourself? Like, um, was, was there anything that you even had to say to yourself? Absolutely. So I just ha- I had to remind myself, I had not remind myself, but I had to tell myself that, um, you know, you, in fact, are loved. You are good enough. Like you are love. So mm. um, people aren't able to receive love because they were never given love and it's foreign to them. They don't know how to accept that. Mm-hmm. So just stand in the fact that you are loved and be that despite what the next person perceives it as or despite how they receive it you still be that don't change who you are because of what someone else may be going through or dealing with and so just be that and help bring them out of where they are if you can Mm -hmm. um don't switch up on who you are um your love remain that Mm -hmm. and know that you are always good enough Mm. Mm. 
yo so you weren't just empowering others but you were definitely pouring in and empowering yourself as, as well for sure yo how's that feeling in your chest it's gone <laughs> well no let, let's huh literally not there <laughs> that's great so let's let's test it out let's let's go even deeper i oh. want you i want uh can you uh, oh i'm sorry uh do you smell biscuits No. <laughs> I asked that question to get your mind off the meditation, to change your mindset. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh <my goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now nah, we're not that weird on the Drop Your Baggage po- uh, podcast. No worries. Uh, so, can you remember a time in the past in which you used to feel that old emotion and go back and notice if you can feel it, or you may find that you cannot? No. <laughs> hey, you're trying hard, huh? I'm like, like are you sure keep going (laughs) no still trying (laughs) (laughs) no yeah how does it feel instead i just feel like it feels like just peace honestly Mm. feels um keep going back to that love word <laughs> i don't know just like a bunch of love a bunch of grace a bunch of compassion a bunch of um just peace and mm-hmm. understanding and just just easy going feelings like it's okay like uh, it just feels um i don't have one word for it yeah um grace mm-hmm. that 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 a lot that abundance of loving energy in that yeah it's like a lightweight feeling it's just like a just light mm, mm. so that so audience you guys remember she went from a seven and being in her chest to now feeling like life and love and grace <laughs> <laughs> compassion <laughs> that's so cool i love it i love it I feel like i dropped off baggage like literally weight was like lifted and i was like not heavy anymore yeah. like you know like, oh like going going through the airport you might have like this big old carry-on like heavy bag and then you mm-hmm. finally let it go and it's like oh <laughs> that release <laughs> i love it hmm I didn't. I was like, that was weighing me down. I didn't even know it. I right. just feel like feel lighter. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> um, also, uh, let, I want you to imagine imagine going out into the future to an unspecified time in the future, which, if the same thing would have happened in the past, you would have felt as though I'm not good enough. But it's the future now. So, so see if you can find that old emotion, or you may find that you cannot. Okay. A future, a, a moment in the future where I would have felt like I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. You're looking for it again. I am. Um, am I not supposed to look for it? No, by all means. I, I just, I'm, I'm fascinated. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Yeah. Not there. <laughs> of course it's not there, silly. <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> I, I, are you you're 
like you just get so used to it being there right yeah that's why you like look at like i knew it was there i've i've felt this for decades for sure for sure it's like where you at i know know for a fact right you know it would be if i think of this then i get this reaction <laughs> Still looking for it. <laughs> why are you such in dis? Why are you in such disbelief that is is work? Um, because <laughs> I mean, it's just I'm not. I, I won't say I'm in disbelief because obviously I believe that it will work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but because um, <laughs> it's been there all my life. Mm. It's been there all my life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, how, you know, like, it's almost like, a um you know, it's just that thing that just is always around and you just get used to it being there. Like, you it's a nag. Like, you don't really like, want it to be there, but you're just so used to it being there. So you expect it to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, having the hiccups. It's like when you have hiccups, it's kind of like, I don't want these hiccups. Like, I did. <laughs> but, it's, but once it goes away, it's like, it's like, we're like it's kind of like you anticipated, but it's like, where are you not coming back? Like it's like one, of, it's like that. Mm, that's a great analogy. That is an amazing <laughs> analogy. Kind of the anticipation of the hiccup is like, like, oh, I think it worked for a minute, and now you're not. And it's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. The um, yeah, like the first time that I went through this, it was, it was a crazy feeling. I just remember feeling like yo did anybody see that just happen did like is this real is this real this is crazy what do you look like do you look forward to walking into your own power without this limiting belief now oh for sure yeah definitely i am so looking forward to walking in this and like just i feel like i'm about to actually um like walk deeper in my purpose than what I was before. Like, it's almost like, I don't know if you know anything about trading, but it's almost like having that resistance level. It's like you have a support and you have a resistance. And sometimes you stay within the support and the resistance and you're just up and out, up and out, up and down, but you can't break past the resistance for some reason. And I feel like I'm finally breaking past that resistance to reach a new high. And it feels great. I'm just thinking about all of the things that I finally get to do now that I just felt like I couldn't before because I wasn't good enough to do. But now I'm like, I'm great. I'm good enough. I'm more than good enough. It's like, yeah, let's do it. I to step so deep into my purpose this year. It's going to be scary. Um, yeah. And I specifically made sure that I picked a schedule that was before my birthday because I wanted to walk into year 28, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly so yeah yeah it's about to go down yeah for in, sure. a, in a great way it's it's over like you're about to kill the game and i crazy <laughs> yeah. oh no doubt about it it's yeah oh my gosh so proud of you so proud of you like you. what would you tell somebody out there that 
is either on the fence or doesn't even know about this modality? Man, <laughs> if you don't know, you for sure have to find out. <laughs> like, you for sure have to find Like, you do not, you do not have to stay in that stuck position. Like, you don't, you do not have to stay where you are. Like, you don't have to feel like there's no way out. It's been like this all my life. Like, there's no hope. Like, this is it. You don't have to feel like that. I felt like that. Like, there's no way. Like, it was sometimes to the point where I couldn't even imagine myself further. Like, I couldn't. I remember I remember back when I was, I used to try to imagine what would my life be like when I'm 25 or when I'm 30. And I could never see past where I was. Um, but, and I just always thought that it would be like that. And it does not have to be like that. Like you can literally move past whatever it is that is holding you back. It does not have to, it is not your birthright. You are not entitled to keep holding on to that. You can let it go. You can release it. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> God. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, Brittany, you are officially a baggage dropper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for showing up for your divine appointment today thank you for having me i appreciate it Hell really yeah. like your story and just who you are your energy i'm i'm so excited for you just to keep rocking it and um in a month we do a drop your baggage podcast update so in a month i want to check up on you see how you're doing and see how you're walking into your power yes i'm excited <laughs> i can Hell yeah, me too. Um, please uh, give the people one more word of wisdom. Um, oof, I would say, what would I say? Um, you know, I would say if you really and truly want to grow and you want to walk in your purpose and you want to be something in the world, you want to mean something and you want to leave your mark and you really want to stand for something and it's in you, like you've been feeling like this forever, it's in you. Um, don't let opportunities pass you by that can get you to where you see yourself. If you have that vision, if you visualize that, if you see that, even if no one else around you sees it, even if no one else but you can feel that, follow that, like walk in that. That is in you for a reason. And everybody won't see that because it's your vision. It was given to you specifically. And it's your job to carry that out. And so don't just don't leave this world knowing that you had that and you don't do anything about it, do whatever it takes, even if it hurts you, even if it's uncomfortable, well, even if you think it'll hurt you, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's something that you've never done before, step outside of your comfort zone and do it, get it done because you have that vision for a reason and just fulfill that, walk in that, be that person that you see. Ooh, I oh my gosh, like I ain't gotta say nothing else. Let's say no more. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for your support and your attention. I love you all so much. And if you are here, still here listening to us, you might as well go ahead and smash that like and subscribe button. I mean, you're already here. Go ahead. It's absolutely free. And it's going to help somebody with the algorithm be a bless. It's going to be a blessing. Um, please. Uh, and if you're on a podcast platform, Give a brother five stars and some feedback as well. Uh, right here on the Drop Your Baggage podcast, where we talk to people that are dope, that can bring you hope and show you a technique that can help you cope. I am your host, the self-talk engineer, Charles Woolfork, with my amazing guest, 
Brit the, the queen, the goddess, Brittany Michelle. And until next time. Oh, I'm, I almost forgot. So sorry to be uh, disrespectful. But Brittany, where can people find you, by the way? Oh, yes. You can yeah. find me Instagram at Brittany Michelle, the artist. That's Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, the artist, T-H-E-A-R-T-I-S-T. And I'm also on Facebook. I'm one of those. I still have a Facebook. And you can find me there at Brittany Michelle. That's awesome. I'm one of those too, for sure. <laughs> and I'm doing TikToks and doing everything. Right. <laughs> hey, y'all. Um, until next time, y'all, take care of yourself and take care of one another. Peace. <laughs>